There he is. My guy. My What's guy. What's going on, bro? Man, I'm doing great, bro. Just taking it one step at a time. Yeah, you know? let me let me let me that jacket real quick. I got you. Say less. Send me your um address. Oh man, I'm excited for you to come out end of September, October, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to connect, man. That's gonna be an incredible time. I know, man. I um I appreciate you joining us here um on the podcast. Um uh, I guess the official way to say it is Javon Glasgow, welcome yeah. to the Six Figure Jobs podcast. But I like that I get to make the intro super soft because we're real friends in the real world as everybody yeah. on this podcast are people that I love, care about, and actually know in the real world. So I'm glad that you are no exception to, to that. Absolutely, um, man. Now, in terms of the formal introduction, I think it's kind of cool to not do the formal introduction. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, what I want you to know is that Javon is an individual outside of what his resume is because specifically on this topic we talked about how you are more than your resume i always tell everybody in the six-figure jobs community you are more than your resume javon when you and i were introduced to dr delray messer who's also on the podcast and also our friend you gave me tears in speaking to you within two minutes oh and some people think that i might have a few good things to say so when you're impacting another person wow who has knowledge to drop. It just goes to show who your power is. So flipping it, how would you like the Six Figure Jobs community to understand who you are? I think the most important thing is kind of in alignment with what you started to talk about. It's the fact that there's so much more to, there's so much more to the story than what I do. Because really what I do is a byproduct of who I am. And I think the connection between really being able to align the worlds of what I do and how closely aligned what I do is to who I am is truly where I feel like my passion, my impact, my, my stance is in this, in this world and how six-figure jobs embodies a lot of that. It's not disconnected. It's not, you know, when I hear, we're not recording right now, right? We're just kind of setting up things. We are recording. Okay, we're going. That makes it, makes it even perfect. So I can just yeah. go. The, the biggest thing I realized is that when you discussed the concept with me about six-figure jobs, what got me really excited about it is because I felt like it really embodied a lot of what I represented in really going after and attaining and achieving something that was truly in alignment with who you are. And it's not so much about the, the byproduct of doing who you are, being who you are well, which is a sustainable or even a healthy income. But it's, the, it's just the alignment with truly being fulfilled in what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, which I think is incredible. So for me, in kind of talking about who I am, you know, originally from the Caribbean islands, so you'll hear my accent jump out a lot. Grew up um, in really small household, right? But my people, small household, but big hearts. That was kind of our deal. Mm. And family's really passionate about love, service, faith. Those are the things that we really grew up in that foundation on grew up on that foundation and they wanted me to have an opportunity that they didn't have. So at the age of 18, they shipped me off to college in Miami, the best place to send any young boy who's struggling with <laughs> identity and going through puberty um, right. to study aeronautical engineering. So that's what my degree is in. So my bachelor's in aeronautical engineering, I wanted to go on to do avionics. But in my junior year, I realized that that was more of my mom's passion. That was more mm -hmm. of what my mom was doing because she was in the airline industry. But I really had this heart for people. I wanted to develop and drive results through people. 
And so I spent kind of the four years after graduating at a company, Enterprise Run-A-Car, I could kind of put that out there, developing myself and becoming that leader that I was meant to be. But in about yeah, they, good. I know, I'm sorry. They, they have a really good management training program. Incre incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I would not be the man that I am today had I not gone through that program the way I did. But what I realized by my fourth year is I was working super hard, super successful in the company, but I wasn't necessarily at peace internally. I wasn't necessarily where I needed to be as far as feeling fulfilled in what I was doing on a day-to-day -day basis. And so I really had to do some soul searching and deep diving. And from that was able to really lean into the world of personal and professional development because I wanted to help people to achieve more while compromising less. And from that, you know, birthed what I do now, which is my company's name is Tales International. And so I work in the healthcare space, specifically helping doctors with their culture, with their personal and professional development, really keeping a pulse on people who serve people. And that's why I'm so excited about just speaking on what I do, because what I do is really just a byproduct of who I am as a person who serves people and plugging that into the healthcare space has been a great opportunity so far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've already made a tremendous impact on my life just through our, our friendship. I've just, I, I get so much nourishment out of each conversation. And I, I actually, when I had my consulting career, I worked with a, a nursing platform and I noticed so much of exactly what you're saying. The people who help people, AKA now our first responders due mm -hmm. to the COVID-19 pandemic that we're in, um, unfortunately, the toxicity associated with those work environments by the job alone is difficult. But then when you add in work dynamics, gossip, overeating, smoking, drug abuse, sometimes drinking, uh -huh. um, non-exercise and all those things, um, it's really, really tough. So you told me a little bit about PX3, uh -huh. but ladies and gentlemen, his understanding of the workplace uh -huh. and growth and dynamics Everybody at Six Figure Jobs Community needs to really listen to what Javon, what, what I hope you'll articulate for us is it's so simple, but so powerful when you break down PX3. And, and I love that you put it in like a formula. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've um, been blessed to really um, take a lot of the experience and insights that I've received over the last few years and jam-packed it into an actual incubator slash program slash community that's called PX3 Living. And so right now we're walking through like leaders, healthcare professionals, doctors, I actually start an international session tonight, which is super incredible. I have oh, 12, 12, 12 leaders on that. That's solid too. But PX3 really was birthed out of the concept that I believe we need to incorporate into how we do what we do in life to truly have fulfillment. So PX3, three P's, personal development, professional development, and purpose. That is ultimately what I believe. When we create that alignment where all those different dynamics are happening at the same time and they're integrated into how we do what we do or what we do, then we can truly be fulfilled. You're growing personally. You're taking care of your own vitality. Professionally, you're continuing to stretch into your capacity of gaining the skill sets necessary to achieve or to perform at the highest level possible. And now you're really fueled innately and intrinsically by a deeper purpose, a deeper why understanding how your organization or how you bring value to a customer, community, coworkers, counterparts, whatever the case may be, but there not be this disconnect between how you serve the world, how the organization serves the world 
and what's really important to you as an individual, but creating mm-hmm. that synergy. So PX3 is really that formula and that system and that community and that incubator that, that really jam packs all three into a powerful and practical um, 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 program. Yeah. I, I love that. It's I've, I've, you know, as an HR professional, yeah, like I've heard that a lot. We talk about it in HR circles all the time. But the way that you put it into a formula and the way that you buttoned it up so mm-hmm. tight, mm-hmm. I've heard few people be able to speak to it that simply because as you were saying it, I know everybody on this call and when they listen to the podcast or, you know, wherever they see you in the world, they go, oh, that makes complete sense. And then the question is, and I'm just going to say it, why the fuck would every company... <laughs> not do that like why every every school every coffee shop every university i mean why would they not yeah you know what what i've realized is that for most organizations and companies we all kind of have the right motives We, we want to do the right things but we don't necessarily all consider the right strategy Mm-hmm. There's, there's a premise and a formula and really a mindset that if you take care of your people and your customers, your profits will follow. And it's something I've really lived by my entire life. You can't mm-hmm. truly, really truly profitability and money and growth is a byproduct of those two components, people and customers, people and customers. So I, I've always been really passionate about keeping a pulse on what really drives the needle forward, what helps with sustainability and all these different components is making sure that the same level of em- uh, emphasis that we put into customers and into the marketplace that we're putting into developing the people that's going to help us to be able to do that at a very high level. Right. And how can you truly develop and lead and mentor and motivate people if you're not really connecting with people, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really been my deal is helping leaders and organizations keep a pulse on what I believe is one of the most valuable assets, and that's the people. Yeah. So there's two industries that came to mind when you said that off the top of my head and one is healthcare which is Mm -hmm. massive and that's Mm -hmm. probably why you're serving that industry because it Mm -hmm. needs it the most and then tech Mm -hmm. when 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 i hear so many horror stories i I was on with a friend of mine the other week and we were talking about like these silicon valley and la Mm -hmm. horror stories of there is a there is a male vp of sales in tech and there's you know females that are two three years of experience into their career and they're having these raging happy hour parties mm-hmm. and there's inappropriate behaviors that are happening mm-hmm. and i mean that's one of many horror stories but bottom line there's a lot of emphasis put into the app yeah the, the product yeah a ton yeah but then on the authentic development of human souls and of people there's not a lot of that 100 i think specifically in the healthcare space what i realized it's actually one thing. We end up dehumanizing healthcare professionals. Mm. What I mean by that is that we are of the notion or of the perception that because their job and their focus is the healing and vitality and um, um, really the health of wellness of people that they don't necessarily need it because they do it. Yeah. And then when we end up dehumanizing, we tend to really and truly not put a focus on what's really important to drive the needle forward. But I remember one day in my last gig, actually, before I started my company, I was driving and I was just thinking of strategizing, how am I going to actually do this thing? What, what, 
what, which, which lane am I going to go? Am I just going to go to small business route and cast that wide net? Or how, how am I going to really niche this thing down? Right. And I had this revelation as clear as day that if you want to change your position, you have to change your perspective. If you want to change your position, you have to change your perspective. And, <laughs> if, 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 yeah. if I had a bomb button. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. 100%. And a lot of us, too, we want to change our perspective only after our position has changed, but that's not necessarily the case. My company was burnt out to the fact that when I heard that, I realized I was driving back and forth to meeting a bunch of different doctors, trying to get them to refer their patients to the company that I worked at at the time. Right. What I realized with these healthcare professionals, these doctors were struggling with culture. They were struggling with development. They were struggling with the things that I was naturally, innately wired and experienced to do. And that's where my deal got birthed out of that great need. So I share that to say, it took me to really look at the situation through a different lens and understand that, man, these people are constantly serving people all day, every day. And it's like a bottle of water. You keep pouring that bottle of water out into patients, into insurance companies, into billing, into all these different pieces. At some point, if there's no intentionality with pouring back into that bottle, that bottle becomes empty. Mm-hmm. And so having a heart to serve people who serve people is what kind of catapulted that deal. And on the tech side, even though it's technology, we can't fall into the trap that that can still exist with remove, while we remove people. Mm-hmm. And that's just the mindset. We don't yeah. slow down enough to think. Mm-hmm. And that's where it comes out to, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, n- next question. As someone who's so passionate about people, and, um, you know, and look, sidebar, uh, our vibration, it's, it's so interesting because I can tell, th- let me just sidebar for people who are listening to this podcast. Javon and I talked on the weekend, like, yo, what's up? What's going on? How you doing? He tells me <clears throat> I'm about to go in for 72 hours. Mm-hmm. And let me kind of break down what that means. Sure. Basically, it's like Javon can give you in the third person. Mm-hmm. Javon can give this type of depth because he goes deep within himself. Yeah. Bam. If I could press the, you, the you did it. You did it. And when you take that 72 hours to get clear and to get focused, that allows you to have this deep ability to see the world the way that you see it. 100%. And um, yeah, so I, 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 I kind of just put that to the, to the side. But then coming back to someone who is so deep and has the depth and the soul that you have and cares about people as much as you do. Um, let's say you could hire 10 people next week. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of people mm-hmm. in the six figure jobs way that we talk about it, not what's on their resume, not where they went to school, mm-hmm. what kind of people would you be looking to hire? Um, great question. For me, I'm never attracted to perfection. I'm attracted to passion. Mm. I'm very big on being able to ask those out-of-the-box questions because you're spot on the right. I believe that success is impossible without solitude. So that 72 hours for me was going into a space of solitude because it actually encourages and enhances my ability to be intimate with myself. And so in coming out of that, I have more clarity on vision. I have more clarity on where I am and where I want to go. And even to that answer, the type of relationships and people that I need to be connected with to see this vision actually come through. Passion is huge for me. 
But the second thing, man, I'm always, because I'm actually having this conversation right now, interesting enough, you ask, because yeah. I'm building out that team. Mm-hmm. It's very important to me for me to understand somebody's true vision. Because what I really believe my company is, is a facilitation of visions. What we really are is this incubator where everybody's moving towards one destination, which is the same destination, to serve people at its most authentic form and at its highest level, but bringing mm-hmm. different skill sets to the table. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to understand what somebody's true vision is. And that's huge to me. So passion would be number one. Vision would be number two. And then number three is kind of different, man. Grace. Um, when, I, when I say grace, you know, we love this word accountability. You we love, love come on, man. We love accountability. We love saying that, you know, I want high performance, this high performance, that. But the truth of the matter is accountability without grace is punishment, right? <laughs> you know, and so we want to have accountability. We want to achieve our deals at a high level. But the only way we can do that with people is to exercise grace because sometimes growth requires grace. And so if we're working together, come on, man. (laughs) If we're working together as a team and we're establishing and building this type of vision, we can't request or demand from the marketplace what we don't live by in our own family, in our own team, in our own stratosphere. So what I request from my clients, from my marketplace is to know that, hey, at the end of the day, we're going to come in and we're going to transform this place. Women should people are passionate about what they do, right? We're going to make sure that at the end of the day that your vision is aligned with the vision of your people. There's a true connection with why you do what you do and why they show up to work. If you stop paying them tomorrow, we still know what would make them show up to work. And then the last one, man, we're going to have that grace because we're growing together and things are going to be thrown at us. But at the end of the day, grace is truly such a beautiful and powerful tool because it allows us to embrace the unknown but still move forward in unity. And I think that's really important. Wow. Accountability without grace is punishment. hundred percent. Man, look, I'm so excited to tour the world with you. I can't I'm, wait. I, I'm just going to put it right now. They have no idea what's coming. Come on. I don't know if it's 24 months from now, 36 yeah. months from now, or 60 months from now, but I'm so excited to tour the world with you because we are going to steamroll yes culture with empathy as we should as we should man that is so dope like there's a there's a really good business management book that i've read called uh crucial accountability i forgot the name of the author but crucial accountability is really good yeah and is a cornerstone of business management of you know i guess i'd say just getting shit done yeah. I've never heard anyone say accountability 100%. without grace is punishment. That's the yeah. dopest thing I've heard all week. I, yeah. I actually think. Yeah. No, it's super important. Even when you think about a fitness journey, you think about any, any growth opportunity. If you're really pushing people to become the absolute best version of yourself there, it's important to have that push pull element, right? Mm-hmm. And you push because you see, and you, you, you understand the potential that lies within that person. Mm-hmm. But you pull because you understand the limitation as well. We have to remember that as people, we operate between the space of potential and limitation. We have potential to grow into capacity, but we also have a level of limitation into what we can become or who we can become. So mm-hmm. the beauty about being able to drive high performance, not, by a, not for people to attain, 
But if you want to build a culture that sustains, because there's a difference between attaining and sustaining. Correct. You have to operate in that space of, of grace at the same time too. And grace doesn't mean that you're going to be a pushover or you're not going to hold people to a high standard, but it's because you embrace the beauty and limitations and you understand that as a leader, accountability without grace is punishment. And when you yeah. punish, you never can get the best out of something. Yeah. I'm also receiving it like further unpacking it that it's positive behavioral reinforcement. 100%. I mean, that's also, and you know, you're, you have an eloquence in how you're delivering it, but in pure psychology terms, you want to reinforce positive behaviors. And then the individual would then, their performance would go up over time 100%. because of the way that you're going about that specific piece. hundred percent. hundred percent. Wow. That's, that's, that, I, I love that, you know, specifically here, you know, on the podcast and in, in, in Six Figure Jobs, you know, we're, we're only talking about the non-traditional aspects of, of work and, you know, being a six-figure person and, you know, what, what I've been screaming to the world through this work at Six Figure Jobs is this is not about jobs. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like, for example, like we, we don't do resumes at Six Figure Jobs. Right. And that's because there's a lot of people that can do that. In the course, we break down how to get your resume to the perspective of you have a ticket, but it's just a ticket to the game. You know, once you get there, you have to eat the popcorn. You have to sit in the seat. You have to really understand it and enjoy it. So we, when we teach people how to do resumes, it's removing barriers that systems have set up that are limited. And we know that they're antiquated and that they're limited. So giving people the ticket to get into the game, we can change generational wealth. We can change all those things because single moms can go from making 60 to 95, 95 to 125. That changes a kid's life. You and I know that because of how we grew up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's really what it's about. Um, So, you know, the next thing that I want to bring up, which is so funny and then, you know, and then, and then we can, and I'll, I'll let you continue building your multi-billion dollar empire in, uh, in, 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 in Florida, yeah. but um, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. So, so funny that a black guy brings it up with a black guy. Mm-hmm. It's probably, it's probably has never happened actually, <laughs> but it's so funny. Like I just did a, um, I actually just completed a diversity course that we're going to now feature um, in the six figure jobs portfolio. And it was really cool because what I did is I broke down. Well, I like to see if you think it's cool. I said, diversity is simply this. And I just like myth, myth busted the shit out of it. Like, uh-huh. let's get rid of all the myths. <clears throat> diversity is appreciating difference. That's good. That's good. And, 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 then, and I just stopped it right there. Uh-huh. So how do you articulate diversity? Um, you know, that's a really powerful question. And one word comes to mind and it's the word embrace. It's the word mm-hmm. embrace. And, and so if I could even remix yours, which I love appreciating differences, really embracing differences. Yeah. When, when we really break down the word embrace as it, as it, at, at its core, mm-hmm. it's talking about our ability <clears throat> to see the beauty in a situation, in a person, the way it is. Mm-hmm. When we try to 
take something or take someone and shift shape or form or turn them into something, whether we do it mentally or whether we do it actually through our actions, we think it's development, but what it really is is manipulation. Mm. Embrace at the end of the day says, and as it relates to diversity, is there is beauty in who we are. Every single person has power. We were born with power. Yes. Right? Yes. Our job as leaders is not to push power into people or to change or to shift people. It's to create an environment where they feel safe enough to display the power outwardly that they have inwardly. That's Mm -hmm. it. And then our deal is to be able to identify that power and to be able to fine tune or develop or encourage or inspire that power essentially. Mm -hmm. So if we don't truly embrace, meaning really accepting in its natural form, accepting it for what it is, we'll then tend to try to move and shape things into the way we want them to be. And that mm-hmm. actually turns into manipulation. And when you have a culture of people who have been manipulated or perceive, or the perception is to manipulate people, then you don't really have authenticity and you have so many other struggles as a result of that. Mm-hmm. So I think at the core for me, that word diversity is really embracing the differences. And I think that when you embrace, you truly connect. And when you connect, you can drive results, performance, connections, happiness, all that stuff to a higher level. So that's what I think about when I think about diversity is embracing yeah. differences, which I, I love, love appreciation too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Well, Javon, um, we like to keep these conversations um, concise because they're more powerful, I think, in this form. Not to throw shade on all the other podcasts. Uh, you're good. <laughs> Wink, wink. But um, if someone wants to intern with you, if someone wants to apply, Mm -hmm. uh, if someone wants to learn from you and follow your journey, um, how would they do that? Uh, The best way is going to be number one, obviously, connect with me on website. Um, So company's website is www.tales.international, no.com. Or my personal website, www.javonglasgow.com. It has all the contact information, my email address, all that stuff to be able to connect with me personally um, and make things happen. And that's great because I'm looking to build on my team right now. That's actually the phase that we're in. It's just expanding. So that'd be exciting. Yeah. Beautiful. And then on Instagram, it's I am in your full name, right? I I am Javon, J-O-V-A-N, Glasgow, G-L-A-S-G-O-W. So I am Javon Glasgow. Beautiful. Yeah, because I I think that everyone who's listening to this and uh, as we put more ad spend behind this and throw it up on YouTube, I want everyone to know because if there's five people you could follow mm-hmm. and hear me when I say this, if there's five people you could follow, you need to follow Javon and follow because he's only intentionally putting out content that is of value to you. He's not trying to sell you anything. He's not trying to you know, sell you oceanfront property in Arizona. Um, He's an authentic, inspiring individual um, who is here to make people better. And he does the work. This is no Instagram um, influencer. This is a grown ass man doing grown ass business. Yeah. Yeah. So Javon, I thank you for being a leader, for being an inspiration and for walking the walk and talking the talk. I mean, if we could, if we could get 5,000 Javons out here, Come on. It, it, would, it, it would be a whole other place. I'm humbled um, by that. That's, 
that's that's incredible, man. Thank you. Yeah, like if we can just replace all of Congress with five thousand yeah. Javon clones, <laughs> that would be really good. All right. Um, no, but no, but in all, all seriously, you know, not not gassing you up, just being full in appreciation. Uh, and I hope the audience had a chance to feel you uh, yeah. because you have this incredible uh, ability to communicate. And as you guys have heard through the podcast today, take those notes into your approaches in the workplace and watch how your whole world changes. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you in person um, soon. Thank you for being on the Six Figure Jobs podcast. As we always say, life is too short to be underpaid in whatever form of currency, spiritual currency, actual currency, social currency, health currency, and in all the forms. So we thank you for giving us wealth, knowledge, and information today. And most importantly, the word of today that I felt so powerful. Thank you for giving us your grace. Awesome. My pleasure. Thank you for the platform. <laughs>